Hey everyone, welcome to Black, Married, and in the Military, a podcast that explores unique experiences, challenges, and even triumphs of military life. I'm Teresa Alexis, known as the Military Bride Strategist, and I'm your host. Today I have with me Kanisha Johnson, who is the CEO of Avenue 19 Boutique. She's going to talk to us today about moving with the military, uh, chasing your dreams, co-parenting, and all other aspects of just military life. So I'll give it over to her to introduce herself. Hi, everyone. I am Kanisha Johnson. And like Miss Teresa said, I do um, own and operate a clothing boutique. Um, and we're growing. Um, that's one of my dreams that I'll talk about with you today. Um, I also right now, currently, I am a healthcare um, manager. I manage about 14 people um, just across various departments at um the clinic that I work at, and um, we help people with their insurance, their finances, billing, things like that related to medical charges and um, medical services. Um, that's one thing that I'll talk about also is I love to serve people. I love to um, just kind of make people feel feel good. That gives me great satisfaction. That's something that I take pride in um, as a mother, as a professional, um, as a um, spouse, a friend, um, and then also, um, I have history with the military, which is a huge topic, um, here, but I have history with the military. I am, I am divorced, but I was married to, um, an individual in the military for almost six years. Um, and we had lots of things that we went through that can be beneficial to lots of people. So that's what I'm hoping to share with you today. It's just kind of my aspect and my take on um, what I, I guess, went through or like the challenges as well as the triumphs we had together um, while in the military. And also what she didn't say is that she is also a military child. She didn't yes. say that, but her dad <laughs> served in the military as well. Yes, my dad um, served in the military. I want to say he served for 27 years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so he is a veteran. Um, and kind of to piggyback on that, I guess, I grew up obviously in the military um, because he was in the military. We never had to move like I had to move when I got married. So I didn't really experience it in that sense. I just knew my dad got up, put on a uniform and went to um, one of the bases here every day. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't you know, when I was growing up, I didn't realize that, you know, the um, weight of his job and the weight that he carries for not just our family, but for um, the country, you know, for people that we don't even know. Um, so I just, like I said, I just thought my dad got up, he put on this really cool uniform. There was one that kind of looked like trees. There was one that was more digital, you know, I, I mean, I took note of all <laughs> that. And, um, but yeah, he got to put on that uniform every day. And I just thought that was, I thought that was cool. But like I said, I didn't really get to experience it in the way that I experienced it when I got married. I had pretty much two different experiences um, of the military. Um, obviously, as growing up, that was a more, I would say laid back. Um, I, I don't even think I realized that you moved a lot because we never moved yeah. as a child. I didn't realize that. And so um, I just kind of get into it, I guess. So when um, I got married, 
my, when I got married, my ex-husband was not in the military. That was something that we decided after getting married that he would go on and join the military and he joined the Marines. And so, um, when he went to boot camp, I think we had, um, Noah and he was only six months old when he went to boot camp. And like I said, I was not even aware that there was even a boot camp that you go to where you leave your family. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was really a lot. I mean, um, I, we were young. I think I was, I want to say I was 19 or 20. I was very young. Um, and I was, we were used to being together really all the time. He and, he and I, we, you know, graduated college together, um, spent a lot of time together. So when he joined the military, it was shocking to find out that he would go away for three months. I think it was exactly three months that he went to boot camp and he was in a completely different state. Um, and then we were not able to communicate really. Um, I didn't learn. I didn't find that out either. And that was something, all of this that happened with him, I learned just kind of along the way. There was one night that I think he got to, I think they call it receiving. He got to receiving or something like that where they go on the bus. And I think he said like all the lights were off. It was pretty dark when they got there. So he didn't know where he was. And I got a phone call in the middle of the night and he said, Hey, I just want to let you know I made it safe and I wouldn't be able to talk and hung up the phone. And oh my gosh, it, it scared me. It just scared me. I was like, oh my God, what are they going to do to him? Um, so that was new for me. Um, it was new to be on my own, raising a child by myself as a first time mom. Anyway, that was already a first to me. Um, being on my own with a six month old, not really having any communication um, with my ex-husband and just kind of, like I said, everything was just new, very new, very fresh. Um, so during that time, even though we were married at that time, I think I was also getting to know myself again in a different light. Um, because like I said, I was a new mom. I was trying to learn myself as a mother. Um, you know, what, you know, how, what kind of mother I wanted to be, you know, what was expected of me as a mother in my eyes, I guess. Um, and, just really getting used to being by my, by myself, really. Um, so there was some growing that was happening during that time for myself. Um, and then I think when he graduated boot camp, um, I think we saw each other for maybe, maybe a week. And of course, during that week, it was, it was really, really nice because you hadn't seen each other for three weeks. Um, it was, it was like at first a little bit awkward because, his voice was deeper when he came back. Um, he was very, I don't want to say clean, but I mean, they, they walked very straight. Like he wasn't, I don't know how to say, but you, you, I, get, the, you I get it. If you're in the military, then you know what I'm talking about. But everything was, I mean, he, he just looked like a man. Let me just put it like that. I mean, like a, a just a man. Um, so we enjoyed each other for that week. Um, it was, very it was a little bit awkward energy between him and Noah because Noah was a baby and had gotten used to him and then when he left and we saw each other for that week it was almost like they didn't really know each other at least Noah didn't really recognize him of course because he was so young um and then after that I think he went on to want to say it was called MCT training or something something like that where he, he was in North yes 
he was in North Carolina, and I think that lasted for it lasted for a few months. I know we didn't we didn't get back together until I think late August. I think so. It was a few months. Um, and again, I went back into that mode where I was just learning myself, getting used to being by myself. I mean, making things happen. Um, really, just becoming very independent. Um, during that time too, I was also, my relationship with God was, it was really getting stronger. And I say that because I, that I've, I've always grown up to like, when I grew up, we always went to church. Um, it wasn't really an option. Um, we did devotionals as a family. We would meet up in my mom and dad's room and do devotionals as a family. Um, and so I, I had a relationship with God growing up. And then as when I became a mom and I was kind of by myself while he was in training, I kind of pursued that a little bit harder um, and just kind of grew closer to God too. So I was, like I said, I was learning myself in a lot of different ways. And so um, late August, he was done with training completely. We got our orders, we were stationed. We were supposed to move to South Carolina to be stationed there. So we did. It all happened in about a week. It was really, really fast. Um, and so I had never been away from my family. Um, so that was, again, this is all very new. We moved there. Um, we weren't near any of any family, my family or his family. And um, we... So I wasn't near any of my family um, after moving to South Carolina. Um, he wasn't near his family. His family was in North Dakota. My family was in Mississippi. Um, so we were just completely by ourselves as newlyweds, as new parents, and then in a completely new location. Um, I was still in um, school. Um, and he basically just, when we moved, obviously took on the role as provider um, for us. And the military it at that time I learned that there were lots of like perks in the military um just as far as like insurance and things like that especially when you have children like you know you want your children to be taken care of so that was one plus for us and it just kind of seemed like at first when we moved there that there was just, like I said a lot of positives a lot of plus you know a lot of pluses um he seemed to be with a um group of people um in his I guess battalion. I can't. I can't remember all these military terms. I really cannot. His company. His, his, his company, unit. Yes, okay. His unit, yes. So he seemed to be with people that really seemed to care about him. Um, and that's one thing that I kind of picked up on was that they really had created like a brotherhood. Um, and they really kind of basically like had each other's backs. And so it was nice to know that we had that kind of support. Um, when we moved there, knowing that we were so far away from family. Um, so, like I said, we had um, some really good times at first. I think um, after a while, um, and this is kind of going into one of my points, after a while, it just kind of, I think, I'm not saying anything negative about the military because there are pluses, but it was almost consuming for us. Um, it consumed a lot of his time. Um, it just seems like he was waking up three in the morning to get to um pt at by four in the morning and then he wouldn't come home until 
five, sometimes six. So it was, I mean, and then I was by myself, like I said, not knowing anybody, not having any friends and then having a new baby. Um, my life at home was demanding as well. Um, in a sense of being a parent. Um, so obviously, you know, obviously, and then marriages, they're not perfect, whether you're in the military or not, there's always, um, you know, humps and hills and challenges in, in the road, but it seemed like we were just always in a challenge, you know, it was just always, always something. And then, so, um, I kind of also, because it was so challenging, I think that I had started telling myself that this wasn't working for me. And I felt like God was not there for me um, because it was so challenging. So I started to question um, my relationship with God and to the, to the point where I just kind of stopped talking to God. Not saying I didn't believe in him, but I wasn't pursuing him as much as I was before. Um, I had just kind of stopped. I mean, I would pray here and there because obviously I believe in God, but I was not taking that time to seriously have that relationship um, with God at all. And um, we we stopped going to church when we moved, you know, when we moved there. It was it was just a lot of things that kind of all happened at once. Um, and we would have these, you know, little situations where we would, you know, have arguments and then we would go a week without talking to each other and then everything would be fine. It was just a, a cycle over and over. So, um, long story short, um, we, we ended up, um, divorced. We ended up divorcing long story short. I'll just say that. And it was really just nothing in particular just the cycle that was happening over and over and over again and then when we would sit down and talk and, and I would say well I think you know you're spending a lot of time at work it was kind of like well I have to this is you know this is what I do this is my job this this is he didn't you know he wouldn't say brotherhood but that's kind of what it boiled down to um and that's why I said it was a lot it was consuming for us as far as um a marriage for us and that's one of the things that um, looking back now, I've come to the realization is that's one way, that's one area where we messed up is that to even though that that was a way for him to provide, it was still almost like an idol. And um, God obviously just, he, he can, he's the only one that can be an idol for you. And we can't look to other we can't look to our careers to fulfill us. We can't look to our spouse really to fulfill us. That is, we need to have that relationship with God first and foremost. Um, and so that's one one area where I think, you know, I'll just speak for me. That's one area where I think I feel sure. I just, God was not first for me. And I was looking to an individual to, you know, fulfill my needs or, you know, to make me happy or make me feel like, you know, you know, make, just make me feel, make me feel good about the situation. So that's one thing that I feel like has, um, been brought out just from my study. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Uh, I, I just wanted to add in there, uh, about a lot of points you made. Um, yes, the military does consume a lot mm -hmm. of us. And while, me and my husband had planned to do 
career type things. Mm-hmm. After I had my second kid, I was like, this is for the birds. Mm-hmm. They can't have <laughs> both of us. Like right. they cannot have both of us because it for me, it became like my command. And when if you're listening to this and you're dual military, you'll understand this. Mm-hmm. It became a thing where I was pulled this way, he was pulled this way, and our kids were like stuck in between. It's like, well, we both have kids, we have to take turns. Right, my right. Command, so we would go different places. And sometimes his command would be more flexible and my command would be trash. Then mm-hmm. his command would be trash and mine would mm-hmm. be more flexible. Mm-hmm. That got on my nerves right. because it's like we have these kids and it's like. They're kind of caught in the middle. Yeah. And it's like they can't pick themselves up from daycare. Right. They're right. not old enough to walk to my job because they're right. not going to school on base. Right. You know, so that kind of stuff ain't going to work. Right. You know, and so. It, it will consume you. But for me, now I know a lot of people listening to this will say I'm like belligerent. I'm a rebel, all these things. But, you know, you have to say no. And I know, I know it's hard. I know it's hard to say no to the military because mm-hmm. the institution of the military is so mission first. And I get I, I get why they think mm-hmm. that should be first. I get why they think that should be first, because when you're out there and you're mission driven, you don't need any distractions. But right, right. when you are married and have children, what they are missing over here in the institution is when your home life is up to par, then you will thrive more likely in your, in your career. But right. they miss that piece because, and I don't know if you've heard this as a spouse, former spouse, but mm-hmm. they'll always say if the military, for, for us, Marines, if the Marine Corps wanted you to have a family, they would have issued you one. I hate that mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. I hate it so mm-hmm. much. I hate it so much <laughs> because they're like, ain't nobody tell you to go out here and get married and have kids. No, right. but <laughs> I'm not going to be a whole 40 years old not having one. <laughs> so... And if you if you decide to do that, then that's your toy. Mm-hmm. But but I think what that's the big piece that they miss is the military can consume us. And yes, those people do become like our family because mm-hmm. when you go places where you don't have family, that is your family. It's your family, that, right? Yeah, that you can trust. But it should never take the place of your real family. Right. For me, I don't like to look at people other than my family and friends that I like. So if I'm there, I'm like, if we not doing nothing for me as an NCO, if I had to stay there, it's like, okay, well, can the junior Marines go home? Cause mm-hmm. they ain't doing nothing, but looking at me do nothing. So can right. they go home? You know, cause I remember being a junior Marine where I wanted to go home and I'm just li- looking at my NCO staff and CEOs and OIC mm-hmm. and we're all sitting around doing nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like, can we do nothing at home? So, mm-hmm. I would just send them away. And then if I had to stay there, so be it. But when it was my week to get the kids, goodbye. This is goodbye. I'm leaving. If you got to write me up, then so be it. Right. right. But, but, you know, it it is one of those things where it will, it will consume you and it'll cause you to take your focus from God, from your family, because it will become your idol. I, like everybody else, wanted mm-hmm. to thrive in the Marines, in the, mm-hmm. in the military for others, you know, and I wanted to get promoted. I did. Mm-hmm. But at no point was I willing to sacrifice the life of my marriage or my kids mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Never. And I think a lot of people get distracted mm-hmm. by that. And that's where we all can get distracted by that. But that's where a lot of people fall short. Right. So, 
know that you're in good company and that <laughs> you're not alone in that because it, it really does happen to more people than it don't happen to. Right, right. And I think and I think it's good to like have these kinds of discussions. Like when we started talking before, the military, because it is mission first, sometimes I don't feel like that there were a lot of resources available um, just kind of surrounded the issues that I, I was going through or I mean there were they had counseling and things like that but these were military professionals like counselors in the military so like it, it was kind of like there was no one I felt like that would just completely understand um right. you know like I'm not saying they didn't have resources I just didn't feel like there were any that would like truly be beneficial to me um and then oh, i'm gonna say what i think okay you're touching on. so for me being active duty a lot of those mm-hmm. people were not active duty mm-hmm. you know or had served in the military at all there were some but not a lot when i when i was coming up in the marine corps uh-huh. also too so many things are whitewashed that it's like, I'm not going to them because they're not going to understand what I am. I have black people issues mm-hmm. and that whitewash stuff ain't going to work for me. Right. It just, it's not, it's just right. not. Right. And you know, and if you listening to this and you somehow offended by that, I mean, it's just <laughs> truth. It's true. It is, true. it is, it is. You have to have, you know, like if you're going to go, I feel like if you're going to go to someone for help or you're looking for someone who can relate to you, that person has to be exactly that. They have to be relatable to you. So, um, you know, I, I think <laughs> I think you said it. I think you said it the way that I wanted to say it. Yeah, um, because I mean, it's just true. And, you know, I'm originally from Birmingham, Alabama. And anybody who knows the history of that place, no, you can't get me no mm-hmm. other type of way. You get right. the real raw truth person because I've just seen too much. Not to mention mm-hmm. I live in Mississippi, all the way mm-hmm. at the bottom of Mississippi. Right. So it's like, you know, I see stuff more clearly. And I'm not, I, I do joke with my husband and I call him whitewashed a lot. But <laughs> it's because he's from up north. So mm-hmm. he just has a really different perspective than me. Right. And I was like, man, you so whitewashed. And he'd be like, you're gonna stop calling me that. And I'm like, <laughs> Well, I don't mean that you're completely like that. I just mean right. that sometimes you don't see you have what those I'm tendencies. You, you know, so he, he know I just be joking, but I'm just like, for real though, I need right. you to pay a little bit more attention to some of this stuff because some of that stuff can easily be this over here. And we right, right. But in finding people and resources, I feel like they are lacking in the diversity departments. And, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. there's all this diversity training. There's all this other type of training, but it's like, okay, can we get like some military coaches and counselors who not just look like me, but can relate to the stuff I've, I've been been through. If right. you haven't been dual military, you don't know what that looks like. Right. You can tell me what the stats and stuff say, but that's it. You right. can't really relate to me. Right. But if you, and if you have never served a day in your life, how exactly are you going to help me? Right. No. Right. So, right. And, and I get, I'm not downplaying education and mm-hmm. the amount of stuff counselors mm-hmm. go through. Cause I know mm-hmm. it's a lot. I, I went through some of those classes myself, mm-hmm. you know, but I just think if there was like a wider range of resources and counselors mm-hmm. without 
trying to have something here with, that you think is going to be general because that's never going to work. Right. Even inside of the military, there's so much diversity. There mm-hmm. needs to be something that reflects each of those things. And it's nothing that's going to wake up. Oh my God, we got it. No, right. it's going to be a cons- consistent process that they have to right. do forever and ever. Right. So, and I think if they were doing more of that, the world, the military world, because it's kind of like a bubble. <laughs> it is. It like is. A better place. Right. I agree with that. I agree with that. And that's, that's, that's pretty much um, how I felt. Um, and I, that's kind of why I never really reached out. I, I, I did at first. Um, and then the experience that I had was not, it wasn't a bad experience, but it was not, like I said, it wasn't really beneficial to me. So I was just kind of like, I'm not doing this again. Um, we didn't take anything from that, that we actually thought we could we could apply to our marriage i'll say that um and um what point was i talking about moving with the military and just how all of that has brought you to where you are now yeah things that have helped you and didn't help you (laughs) with your ex-husband and um one more thing i want to say on the resources too is there has to be, I know a lot of you are looking to people who are in the military currently serving, but don't forget about people who have served because those issues and stuff repeat themselves and they're so relevant and helpful. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons why I do what I do. And I teach military spouses who are like you, who all the way through, you know, teaching them things to look out for things that they're going to go through. And even if they're in denial and think, Oh, I'm not going to go through this Mm -hmm. is wrong because Mm -hmm. everybody's going to go through that process of like, right. I hate this place, you know, and not just with moving, but I hate this place. It's like, Oh, I found some friends. I might be okay. It's like, Oh my God, I love this place. You got to go somewhere. Right. <laughs> or they get deployed or something. You oh know. my gosh. Yes. I had there were I, there were two um ladies that I met and their husbands both served in the Marines. And every time that I felt like, okay, I think I have a friend because I'm really I, I'm I'm outgoing but also an introvert. I don't really just completely open up. Like I'll talk to you, but I have to feel you out first. And as soon as I felt like I could, these could be my friends, I finally have somebody I could talk to, they got deployed. Um, so it was, it was just, I just felt like while I was there, I never, it was just, like I said, a cycle for me. I just never found, <laughs> I was just never like, okay, I could, I could, I could do this here. Um, and so with the, the friendship thing too, I started because I didn't have any friends or because I, you know, there was no one that I had a true friendship with. I was really, really looking for that from my spouse. And like I said, it's just, it was almost like we just didn't have the time for it. Um, mm-hmm. So it was kind of, so like that's why I'm bringing up these three points is because they kind of all like coincide together. They were just the same same issues that I found um, in our relationship that just kept happening over and over. And like I said, I think also that's where I feel short because I shouldn't, I sh- I'm, I'm okay. it's okay to look for those friendships, those relationships with people. You know, God wants us to fellowship. God's want, God wants us to build relationships, but also we're never going to 
get that um, fulfillment that we're looking for if we don't really have the relationship that we need to have with God first. And like I said, I just kind of, I just kind of threw that, like just tossed that to the back. Like I was like, I'm not trying to work on this relationship, you know, with God right now. I didn't say that, but that, that, that was, yeah. those were my actions basically. I mean, I was really not pursuing it at all. And like I said, we stopped going to church. Um, and some, you know, at first the reason we wouldn't go was because, Oh, I'm tired. You know, I had duty the night before I had basically 24 hour duty the night before. So we wouldn't go. And then it's just kind of just, we just got used to not going um, to the point where we didn't, didn't really look to go. Didn't think about it. When Sunday came around, it wasn't my old, let's go to church. Um, we just got really complacent with that. Um, and so, like I said, we ended up divorcing pretty much because of those reasons. Um, we have a relationship now that we weren't mad at each other when we got divorced. It was nothing like that. Um, we have a very, um, very positive relationship um, now. We have a, we were really good friends before we got married. And it's, it's still like that. We're really good friends now. Um, we call and talk to each other all the time. Um, he's a very good father still um, to our little boy. Um, we call and check in and say, hey, what happened at work this week? You know, we still build each other up. I think that's important for people who, um, when you're married, to build each other up, to check in, to make sure you're putting in that work, you know, to um, ensure that that relationship is going strong. But also, if you have kids with somebody, too, and you're no longer with that person, that is also still very important. Um, and so that's a priority for us, even still not being together. So that's one of my points that I want to bring up, even if you don't make it or, you know, if your relationship or marriage doesn't make it, that doesn't mean it's the end all be all for your relationship. You can still have positive relationships and not and not be together. Hey, friend, let me tell you about an amazing community I created just for you. If you're a military wife and that's whether you're the service member, the spouse or the transition vet, you'll want to know about Military Wives Collective. On Facebook. This collective of military wives show up for each other, have hard conversations, and cultivate sisterhood across the ranks and beyond the uniform. From monthly events to weekly chats, this community will help you have fun and just let your hair down, combat the emotions of feeling alone and loneliness by connecting with a plethora of wives from different walks of life. Get resources and the inside scoop on events, courses, and coaching discounts that will be coming up specifically crafted for military wives, their marriage, and family lifestyle. If you're a military wife who is always looking for ways to connect, give back, and thrive in life, then this community is for you. To find out more, go to www.militarywivescollective.com. That's www.militarywivescollective.com to join. That kind of led me into chasing my dreams. Um, before, <laughs> before I was married, um, when I was in high school, my dream was to be a fashion designer. Um, and my mom, <laughs> my mom was, she was supportive, but my mom was also a, she's a realist. And she said, she is. How are you going to be making money? She said, because you're not just going to come out and be a fashion designer. People are going to know who you are. You need to go to school for something. And I was like, well, I'll go to the art institute, the fashion school in LA. I mean, I, I had my, I had what apartment I was going to stay in. 
what uh, you know what car I was gonna be driving down there I had it to a T and she was like Mm-mm, that's 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 not gonna fly and so um I ended up going to um William Carey here in Mississippi and I was gonna start study nursing and I switched my major to healthcare management and that's how I ended up where I am today but um I kind of found out when I started studying that 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 was a passion for me um just learning about health and also being in a position where I could help people so I kind of took to that it's a very satisfying role but I was still finding myself wanting to do something with fashion I mean it that was like that is a dream like when you think of the definition of a dream that was that that is next to dream in the dictionary that was my dream it was something that I thought about day and night and so um when I got back here when I moved back from South Carolina I was talking to my mom and we just kind of started you know you know how you sitting there you just talking just to be talking and you know just bouncing around ideas but nobody's really writing anything down and it's not really serious well that's kind of how it was and um I just said well let's do it let's do it I have three sisters um and so we all partnered up put our money together and um we started this boutique and it has been it it has been very rewarding it's motivated me to again like chase my dreams to make it happen it's also a reminder for um anybody that if you want to do something you really can do it um, no matter what your situation has been, um, no matter what your past is like, um, no matter, no matter the circumstance, if you want something bad enough, or if you have a dream, like you really can do it, you have to just pursue it. And it was also, this boutique has also been a reminder for me that God is going to take care of me no matter what it's been, it's all, it's a source of income. But I remember thinking, before we actually divorced, I, we were in South Carolina, I remember thinking, what am I going to do? Um, I have this kid. I don't really have a whole lot of work experience. You know, what, I mean, what am I going to do? How am I going to be able to afford, you know, paying for uh, an apartment, paying for my car? Um, and I could have let that be a reason for me to stay or a reason for us to just be like, well, we'll just, we'll just work it out. Cause it's just, you know, we, it's just so much going on. Um, but I, I remember praying. I mean, I probably prayed for two weeks, prayed and cried, prayed and cried, prayed and cried. Um, and I remember saying to God one night, if this is what, and not to say God, God is for marriages. He really is. He is for marriages, but sometimes he will use situations that we're in to, you know, to teach us something, um, to show us what he's wanting us to know. Or if we don't have him put first, he might remove that certain thing from you for a little while, just so he can, you know, kind of make you reevaluate your relationship with him. So I remember praying and asking God, I tell him, God, I said, this is what you want. Then you'll let this go through. If this is not, then you'll find a way, you know, you'll find a way to work it out. And I mean, it was probably two days later and we were like officially, um divorce and I remember thinking I'm scared I don't really have anything lined up for a job but I know God is going to take care of me and um probably in that same week I got a call from the clinic and they offered me that management position um with one year of work experience in healthcare, one year 
Um, and so it was, like I said, it's the whole situation just really has been a reminder for me that God has got me. Um, he's, he's going to take care of me. Um, I keep finding my, I keep finding that he's opening doors for me. He's made this boutique happen, um, made it to where it can be a source of income for me. You know, hopefully eventually I'll get to the point where it's growing so much that I don't have to work. I'll be working, but I don't have to work at the clinic. I can come home and, you know, be able to to really enjoy, um, be able to really enjoy that, um, that dream. So, um, I I think I do have another point. Um, but that was, so kind of to conclude everything that I've talked about, I think my main thing, main point, main note that I have to say is just to keep God first. Um, I think that's very true in the marriage that I had. If I had kept him first, it could have turned out different. I don't know that, you know. Um, and then now where I'm not in that marriage, but I'm having all of these other things happen for me, that's with me keeping him first. Um, just bought a house. Um, yeah, I know. I'm so Congrats. excited. So I'm so excited. So I'm just, that's that's been my main thing. And I pray that every day, I pray every day before I go to work, every night before I go to bed is that just don't let me get off track, you know, um, just right. help me to keep him first. So. So, yeah, I wanted to add, too, that um, not everything is going to look like you, I guess, think it's going to look. Sometimes Mm -hmm. stuff is going to be just straight up chaos. And Mm -hmm. that's marriage, that's parenting, Mm -hmm. that's working, that's being in the military, that's deciding to get out the military, that's chasing your dreams. Whatever it is, it's not. I can say for me. I started, I guess, my side hustle when I was Mm -hmm. in the military. I started doing event planning and wedding Mm -hmm. planning and Mm -hmm. professional photography is one of the things that I started out doing. Mm -hmm. And I was active duty. And, you know, I did it more so when my husband was deployed because Mm -hmm. I was left in Japan, me and his baby, (laughs) you know, and I was still in at the time. So it's just like, I got to go to work and go home because then that became depressing. So it's like, okay, I need to find something to do. That's not this. And so that's when I started, you know, doing events. And that's when I picked up Mm -hmm. the skill of doing photography and just to where I am now being a military marriage coach. Honestly, I didn't Mm -hmm. see myself here, but (laughs) I'm here and I know it's where God wants me to be. Right. Wanted me to be for a long time, but you know, I was kind of just like, no, (laughs) you know, right. Trying to do my own thing. But you know, one thing I can say about chasing your dreams is sometimes you just got to get up and do it. And it's right in, in the big scheme of things or grand scheme of things. It's not just about you. So Mm -hmm. many people are going to be encouraged by you just getting up and saying you're going to do it. Right. You said your three sisters are on board and I've seen your mama laughs too. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> so you, you'll encourage a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. just with me doing what I do, I get messages every day. Yeah. Just by this podcast about right. doing a podcast and how I got started. And I was like, I literally have been thinking about it for like a year before I started. And right. I was trying to figure out a name and then mm-hmm. it came to, okay, let's write some stuff down. And then it mm-hmm. came to, okay, 
how can I do this? And I was actually listening to a different podcast when I found out how to do mine. Right. So, you know, it was just one of those things where it's like, I've always wanted to do this. Now I'm doing it and I'm going to keep doing it and right. I'm going to get better at it. So chasing your dreams, is not just like a one and done type thing. It's, it's always going to be a process because right. not only is your business going to grow, but you're going to grow as right. your business grows right. too. Right. So those right. things go hand in hand. Um, one of the other things I wanted to talk about um, or go back to is when you were talking about moving with the military. I, mm-hmm. I know I talked about that process a little bit, but I think one of the hardest things to go through while moving is losing the friendships you made. Right. Too, because you don't always get to stay in contact, especially if those people go like overseas you can talk maybe on Facebook and different stuff, but it's right. not the same because there's such a time difference. It's right. not like in the U.S. where it's like, oh, you may be a few hours behind or, you know, ahead. Right. It's like a 14 hour difference sometimes. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I think that's one of the biggest things that have hurt a lot of people and just, you know, feeling lonely too, mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. your spouse is TAD, deployed, mm-hmm. at work, whatever, and just feeling like you're alone in just everything because mm-hmm. they're off doing whatever. And you probably don't get much adult interaction until right. you're at home right. or, you know, or something like that. But right. what I found right. to be helpful is you know, for me, I was active duty. So when I came off active duty and was at home, I was kind of like, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Because <laughs> it was like, he would go to work and then I would be home. And it's like, I'm literally only talking to toddlers all day. And then it's like, you're home. Okay. <laughs> you know, unloading all of this. And it's like, he wasn't ready because he's like, oh, hold up. You know, and we have to sit down and talk about, hey. Right. And it, it's a constant thing, too. So it's like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm here all day with the kids. I'm mm-hmm. working all day, even though you're over here working all day. I just happen mm-hmm. to wake up at work. So when you get home, I'm going to need you to go take off your uniform, get your little 30 minutes in. Mm-hmm. But we're going to need tag team with these children because. Right. My mind. Right. <laughs> Up in here. You know, <laughs> so, I don't want to lose my mind. I want to still be sane. I want my sanity to be intact. I want to be able to love on y'all and, you know, have at least, well, I would say more than an ounce of sanity left. Right. So one of those things like, yeah, I know you've worked all day, but I've worked all day too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you, if you people are listening to this and your spouse is at home, stop saying they don't work because that's a full-time job. It really it, is. Even if they're just a student or they ain't doing none of that, if they're cleaning a house, if they're taking care of kids, if they're doing anything at home, Mm -hmm. it's a job. Mm -hmm. The only difference between you and them is you leave and go do one job as far as like a category. Right. And at home doing several jobs all the time. Right. So, and for me, I can honestly say (laughs) like being active duty and then working from home now two completely different different. dynamics Mm -hmm. they're not the same at all it's like I guess I just didn't think about I wouldn't (laughs) be really talking to adults all day right and like when I'm talking to adults it's like this right now it's like okay if I'm doing other types of work and I don't have any like clients or interviews Mm -hmm. that day then it's like 
literally all I see is y'all. And I love y'all and I like seeing y'all, but it's like, <laughs> I need some adult interaction. You do, but, you do. Yeah, and also too, just the spouses being mindful of don't unload on them all at once because they ain't going to be ready mm-hmm. for that. Right. I know for men, it's different. Like for me, when I came in from work, I would have to take my uniform off at the door and then go in inside, you know, mm-hmm. because that was me mentally taking the work, throwing it behind me and I left it there and going <laughs> back in there and being normal Teresa. Mm-hmm. But for my husband, it, it takes like a probably 45 minute decompression. It don't take me that long. <laughs> Give me time to take that off and go like, really, when I take that off, different mindset. It's like a switch is, a switch is yeah. off and it's, it's back to who you really are. Yeah, but for for men, mainly men, you know, not all, but it, it takes them a little bit. So be able to give them that time. I know I still have to work on this and my husband, like I ain't get no time to like go <laughs> take my clothes off or even go to mm-hmm. the bathroom. I was like, I'm mm-hmm. so sorry, you know. And sometimes my sorry not right away. I'd be mad already because I'm like, right. you know, but I have to take an account that he's also exhausted from working. Right. Exactly. So it has exactly. to be a team effort, exactly. you know, and we all have to do better. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we all, right. That's true. All have to be able to admit like, Hey, I didn't handle that too well. Mm-hmm. Or, Hey, mm-hmm. this didn't quite work out. I need to do better. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, men be bold enough to tell the women, Hey, you was wrong. Right. We ain't right. always right. I know we like to think we always right, but we're not always right. But we're we're not, not that, right. You know. So tell us we wrong or tell us something that. offended you. The the wrong thing to do is for this woman to come tell you how something made her feel, and then you reply with, Well, when you did wrong timing, <laughs> wrong timing. And right. when the man is coming to tell you. That something you did, women, mm-hmm. has made them feel some kind of way. It, it's like that ain't the time to be like, well, mm-hmm. you make me feel right. So wrong time. See, what helped me, what helped me with that too was um and I just had to like sit myself down and say that this is another human being. This human has feelings. Like you have to be aware that this this person has feelings just like you do. And so if they come to you and they approach you with something, you maybe feel this kind of way, you have to acknowledge that that's, that's how they felt and, you know, acknowledge, okay, I'm sorry, you know, I may, I didn't mean it that way, or, you know, whatever the case may be, but acknowledge that, okay, I did make you feel that way. And I'm sorry about that. So that's, um, that's, that's kind of how I started looking at it to help me. Cause I, I'm going to tell you at first, when I was approached and was told that I was, I made somebody feels way because I said well let me say this you know when you grow up in the military you're not always the sweetest talking person you know it's you're just sometimes you're just kind of blunt or you just you know you just say it's everybody's not like that um that was one thing that I had to work on I had to learn that I can't just talk to people any kind of way even though I don't mean anything about like I'm not trying to hurt your feelings that I'm just saying it like this because that's how I've always said it um and so like I said what helped me was realizing that oh this is this is a person and this person actually feels has feelings and this person feels like I was rude or I was you know I could have said it in a different way or 
I could have I could have given them 45 minutes when they came in the door you know what I'm saying it's yeah I'll, I'll be honest I'll, I'll be quick to say that I've been in this game for a long time and <laughs> I was like this before I joined the military so obviously mm-hmm. joining the Marines makes you like <laughs> 10 times worse so I, I would say that is probably the biggest lesson I've had to learn it's like okay mm-hmm. you know I didn't I feel like people would appreciate me being a hundred percent forthcoming and all of that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the way I say it, like I said, my husband, totally different perspective, totally different mindset, mm-hmm. totally different upbringing. He like, that was rude. You talking to me crazy. I'm like, I'm talking to you normal. normal. <laughs> you know? And so I have to be willing to hear him say that and be like, you mm-hmm. know what? Okay. Maybe. Maybe I can say it a different way. Don't be right. in your mind thinking, oh my God, they're so sensitive. It doesn't help. <laughs> Anybody, they may be sensitive, but that's okay. It's right. okay for them to be different than you. And right. they may, you know, you have to be, you have to be sensitive to mm-hmm. how they will receive things. Right. Even if right. you're not meaning to say something a certain way. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying you got to walk on eggshells because I'll never do that for anybody. <laughs> but And I don't think anybody should. I'm just saying be mindful of people and their feelings. Really? And right. you know coming on too strong may be a bit much. Just think, okay, how can I say this in a different way? Well, they'll receive it in the right way instead mm-hmm. of getting mad and, and we're in a whole argument mm-hmm. and then I'm thinking, how did we get here? Right, you know? right, right, right. So... I am so glad that you came on to share with us and I really appreciate it. And I want you to know that because it's not easy sharing no. your truth, sharing things that you've been through. So I'm, I'm glad that this has been a comfortable, safe space for you to mm-hmm. be able to share with us everything you've went through, good, bad, and ugly, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And so I pray that this will not be the last time we see you on here, but yeah. or hear you for the people who not seen mm-hmm. the visual, hear you on here. So I, anything you want to leave anybody with? I just want to just kind of reiterate, um, you know, I do think, I mean, I keep mentioning God because, I mean, I just feel like he's a vital part um, in marriages and relationships. So if you're out there and you're struggling and you're in the military and you're just trying to find that balance, um, between military and marriage, um, I just encourage you, well, one, communicate, um, communication is a huge part of it, um, to acknowledge each other's feelings, um, whether you're with someone or not with someone, you're going to grow. If you're with someone, you're going to grow, you're going to either grow together or grow apart. So you have to just kind of put in the effort to main, to, to make sure that you're growing together. Um, and always, like I said, with someone not with some, chase your dreams. Do, do you know? Seek God and try to figure out what it, what what dream has He given you. And don't look at the circumstances. Don't look at the situation. Don't look at I don't have enough money to do this. I, you know, I'm kind of I don't have time to do this. No, you know, be motivated enough to do it. Um, if God has put it in your heart or gave you a dream to do, I just say go for it. Um, but that's that's really all I, I have to say. <laughs> well, tell everybody how they can find your boutique and get in contact with you. Yes. Um, 
I'm gonna put my thing on the charger really quick. Um, my boutique is Avenue 19 Boutique. Um, we are on Facebook right now. Um, and there's a VIP group. If you want all the deals and stuff, it's Avenue 19 VIP group. Um, and then we also have a website and it's shop Avenue 19. Um, home. um, my name is Kanisha Johnson. If you want to link up with me personally, you can search me on Facebook and on Instagram under my name. Um, shoot me a message. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's all my that's all my info. <laughs> okay, and three things I want to leave you all with. Um, number one, as she said, keep God first always. And if you're in that area where you're struggling with knowing God deeper and more, you can reach out to me or connect with her on the platform she said to connect with her with. Um, number one. Or number two, sorry, you can have a good mindset even if your relationship doesn't doesn't go the way you planned for it to go. So your mindset will determine a whole lot of things. It can either be really traumatizing and just downright nasty, or it, you can be positive and choose to do things differently. So keep that in mind. And number three, even if it takes you, I would say a year, you can still chase your dreams. You can still go after the thing that you want to do in life. Like I said, it is so not easy to do anything other than military when you're active duty. And I was able to do two, really, two categories within the one business that I had as my side hustle. And not just me, but a lot of military people do it all the time. So if you're a spouse and you're not necessarily in the military, you can do it as well. We're not better than you because we can balance two things. Trust me, it's chaos. But you can do it too. If you're raising kids, I'm raising kids. You can do it. You can do it. So keep it. Keep that in mind. And that's all I wanted to share with you guys today. And thank you so much for listening. I pray that this episode has been great for you all and has and everybody has learned something. Thank you all. If you're interested in finding out more about me, the number one military marriage, family and relationship coach, you can go to www.teresaalexis.com or connect with me on social at Teresa Alexis Speaks on IG, Facebook and TikTok and T. Alexis Speaks on Clubhouse and Twitter. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe and activate notifications so you don't miss out on any new episodes that go live. I'm excited going forward by how this podcast will impact your life and cultivate a better you and a better marriage and family dynamic. Now go forth and be awesome.